Welcome to Your Journey to Greatness Through Routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes, and I'm author of the book, and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine, because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Welcome back as we continue on our series of Habits of the Influential, and we've been walking through a number of those habits, and if you're just joining us, I would encourage you to go back to the very beginning of the series, which was about a week ago, because there was a lot of information that we started out with in laying a foundation of the science behind it, but also helping you understand some of the important uh, precursors to being influential. But now I want to get back into the list that we are on. Actually, I think we're round number eight. We've got just a few more to go before we finish this series out. But today we're going to talk about having balance by taking enough breaks, okay? And also maintaining a good, strong focus. Now, I'm going to start out with focus here a little bit because there's a statistic out there that has shown, and they've done brain scans on this, that every 60 to 90 minutes, your brain kind of gets dormant and you lose your creativity. This is why you kind of get into a brain funk or brain fatigue. So it's important just to take even five, 10 minutes away from your work to get some oxygen flow to your brain and, and take that you know, that mental break, if you will, so that you can get your, your, you know, get your game back on. And so that focus part is really important, especially for those that spend a lot of time in front of the computer, Um, but also having a balance in life, okay, as well as work. Now, I realize that there's a lot of those who are influential typically be, are are very hardworking. They they tend to have a spirit of excellence about them and they want to really just, you know, go all in every single day. Um, Many of them are type A people and type A people don't know how to let go and let, you know, give some time out. So what I'm, I'm going to really encourage you to, to think about is how important it is that you take time out for your family, for your friends, for vacations, you know, take deliberate, intentional time out. Now, I'm not suggesting that you be a couch potato or that you veg out on the couch, although maybe occasionally that might be acceptable, but it's always more productive and more fulfilling when you choose intentional time away. So what I mean by that is, say, for example, you have a favorite program you like to watch every week on TV. Fine, put it on your calendar, watch the program, but then shut the TV off, okay? Or maybe you like reading a book, so you schedule some time in to read the book, or you like spending time with your kids, so schedule an evening off with your kids. Um, Schedule an evening with your, your significant other, okay? Schedule an evening off for yourself. You know, schedule a day off for yourself. You know, make sure that you take the time every single week that it requires for you to feel a full and balanced life. All right. Um, And I know that some people will work 60, 80, 90, even 100 hours a week. But those who are influential always take time to decompress. This is going to give you a better state of mind. It's going to help you to feel more creative and you won't get resentful. And according to Marissa Mayer, uh, former Google executive and current president and CEO of Yahoo, people who never take breaks are likely to begin resenting their work and their colleagues. Now, that's true. I mean, I can think of times where I was, you know, in a situation where I had to put in extra hours for a particular week um, or even a couple of weeks, and I didn't feel like I could let down. And I did get resentful. But see... Being self-aware is part of picking up on that and going, uh-oh, you know, I'm, I'm slipping down this slippery slope here of working too much and not taking time for family, 
for myself or friends or to get the things done or even projects that I want to work on. So I need to make sure that I allocate that time. And so lesson learned, you know, then I would make sure that my schedule was more balanced in the weeks to come. Or if I could delegate it out to somebody else, then I would delegate it out. Or if I could hire someone to do part of the job or assist me with the job, then these are things that, that you're going to pick up on along the way when you begin to really get aware of, you know, what it's doing to your state of mind and to your ability to stay balanced. Um, another uh, a great tip here is don't be afraid to schedule vacation, okay, twice a year. You always want to have something you can look forward to and, you know, something that makes you, I guess, reap the benefits of all your hard work. And it'll also help you take your mind off your work and return more energized, uh, than before. And of course, you know, leading up to the, the vacation, you want to make sure that you prepare yourself for it so that you are um, not feeling guilty when you go on vacation or delegate out or, or have someone, you know, be in charge so that you can feel comfortable about taking that vacation. All right. Because you don't want to be on the vacation and, you know, be checking your emails and your, you know, your text messages and your social media accounts where you're not able to enjoy your vacation. So you've got to have that unplugged time. That is so, so crucial. In fact, when I work with clients, I always recommend that be part of their daily activity. You know, whether it's 10 minutes or whether it's two hours, you've got to have that time allocated to unplug. And depending on how many projects you have will determine how much time you have to unplug, but at least being intentional and cognizant about it can help a great deal with your brain as well as your well-being. Okay, so I'm going to just start out with the next one, but I don't have a lot of time left, so we may have to finish this one tomorrow. But you've got to plan, have plans and set goals. Um, those who are influential uh, didn't become successful or influential by accident. Uh, they had to make plans. They had to set goals. They had to have a vision in front of them in order to grow and succeed. And to become effective and influential, uh, you've got to set those short-term and long-term goals every day. You know, um, do you need to, you know, say, uh, review a report by the end of the day? Do you need to hold a meeting in your team? You know, think about what you need to do to start completing your next big project. Work backwards. In other words, think about what the end point is and then break it down and think about what tasks need to happen, you know, what uh, small um, you know, efforts that you can put in every day to make that happen over the course of whether maybe it's a month or a year or whatever it is. And so planning and goal setting are both absolutely essential to becoming an influencer. Uh, first of all, when you plan and you are very deliberate and intentional about it, you will direct your focus and attention in the right way. You will eliminate being wasteful with your time and activity. You will foster innovation and creative thoughts. You'll also reduce the risk of feeling uncertain and feeling like you're not gaining any ground. And of course, that, that feeling of lack of progress, which can rip the rug out from under you and allow more time for effective decision making. So I'm going to cap it off at that point. I might add a word to tomorrow on the podcast. Uh, I'm glad you could join us. This is Michelle Stephens, your journey to greatness and routine. Keep reaching higher and continue to pursue your influence through the habits in your day-to-day life.